This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, places, please. The Daily Mix Show is on deck. Guitars plugged in. Drums ready to go. Chickens. Other animals. And action. This is the Daily Meg Show on The Rock with Taryn Daly and Steve Meggs. While listening to the Daily Meg Show, please refrain from any unnecessary finger gesturing. 99.9 KISW. Good morning and happy Monday, Rockaholics. Welcome to the Daily Mig Show. My name is Taryn Daly. I've got Steve Miggs to my left. Good morning, Taryn. Danny and Sarah in the house. And it's the first full week of the Daily Mig Show on the Rock of Seattle. Here we go. It's kind of exciting. Rockaholics, you may have missed a couple things overnight. And we're going to tell you all about it. Knowledge is power. So give us five-ish minutes and we'll give you, uh... Some interesting stuff you can talk about at work. This is the Daily Migs Download. A.K.A. the DMD. Here's your daily dose of doings happening in the world. And the Daily Migs Download brought to you by Palace Law today. It's National Clean Off Your Desk Day. All right. Which would be then me saying it's national. I don't know where anything is day. I, whenever I try to organize anything i always make it worse for myself so i'd rather have chaos do you so you like to be able to see everything to know what all you're working with everything <laughs> everything is on my you desk. don't even need it's a drawer a no i don't <laughs> it's also show and tell at work day and I, I only bring that one up because well today i brought it in i hope you brought it in as well Taryn and i went over to funko pop funko headquarters and we got our uh, custom pops made because Danny and Sarah already did it. And I just wanted to bring it up because I want to give a shout out to Tanner, who uh, works over at Funko. He saw that we were there, big fans of the show. And it was pretty awesome meeting him. And if you want to see our Funko pops and the experience that we had, just check out all of our social media pages at Daily Migs on like TikTok, Instagram, wherever it may be. We got a little piece that's all, all about our experience at Funko. But over the weekend, the big story I think everybody was talking about here, and especially in the Northwest, but I think all over the country, was that Alaska Airlines flight that returned to Portland, Oregon soon after takeoff because a giant chunk of the plane just flew off, putting out, it was like a refrigerator-sized hole, and apparently what it was, is it's a mid-cabin door plug, so it basically is one of those doors, but it doesn't look like a door. So it's not like the ones that you typically see with the emergency exits and things along those lines, but it it's an optional emergency exit that can be added, but... It's usually permanently plugged up, but for some reason it flew off. It's caused a bunch of cancellations, including our boy Danny, who's supposed to take his daughter uh, uh, Lily back to Arizona. He couldn't get on a plane because the uh, cancellations were just bonkers. And uh, they're trying to figure it all out uh, as far as where the hell that door and that piece of the plane 
where it is in Oregon. I guess it's somewhere, which makes me think if I found it, would you give it back or would you just want to keep it for like a, a piece of history? I mean, I think I'd hang on to it. You could right? probably do something with that. I'd probably use it as a door. Yeah, a proper door, one that works. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's scary, though. Thankfully, nobody was hurt from it, though. Oh, good Lord. The Seahawks won their last game of the season, and it was very exciting. All the way down to the wire, 21-20 to over the Arizona Cardinals, but Green Bay beat the Bears, so we are not going to the playoffs, which is very, very sad. But after the game, Geno Smith was on King Fives the fifth quarter and had this to say. Uh, it's the first win in my career that feels like a loss, man. It's a bitter, bittersweet moment. Obviously, we, we had this thing in our hands, had it in our control, and uh, we let it slip away. Um, never, you never want to put you know things like that in, in the control of another team. And so, for us, that's a learning lesson. As we opposed have- to the learning lesson from last uh- season where they had to put their future and playoff hopes in the hands of another team. And thankfully, it worked out for them last year. But I think, what, did we have one extra week last year? I believe so. I think we so. played one additional yeah. week. So, yes, it's all it's all over. But we're going to be chatting with Mitch Levy from Mitch Unfiltered about the game at 817. Mitch, Mitch Levy. Levy, excuse me. Dang it. I was, on, thinking, about the, I was thinking about Dan Levy and, uh, and uh, Eugene yeah. Levy. Levy. Mitch Levy. Excuses. <laughs> oh, man. I, I'm looking forward to talking to Mitch because I think there's a lot of things to be annoyed with with yes. this team and there's just so much weird stuff that was happening during that game it was just kind of infuriating to watch you even know, though they won i kind of left that watching that game not just because they didn't make the playoffs but for a lot of reasons just annoyed we even shared a, a graphic on our on our social media last night that said thanks for a great season hawks and people were like a great season how about a mediocre season how about an okay season hey it was still exciting it was a winning season but you're right it probably wasn't great Taryn the ray of positivity look i'm always a glass half full with this team but i'm i'm even having a hard time being okay with what was going on not only for the entire season but just yesterday in general yeah all right something that we can get excited about i do have to say if tonight the evening ends with the Huskies becoming the champions and winning the college football playoff national championship against Michigan. I think I'll be okay with the fact that the Seahawks aren't going into the playoffs. I think that would be a pretty epic moment, and it's a, it's a big game, obviously. 4.30 on ESPN. You get number one Michigan Wolverines taking on number two UW Huskies. The big defense from Michigan taking on that strong offense led by uh, Michael Penix Jr. for the, for the Huskies. It's going to be a must-watch game. I did see a T-shirt on a fan that said, Harbaugh has no Penix, and I thought that was kind of clever. Right, speaking of shirts, I do have to uh, give a shout out to Sarah from our show who's wearing what is clearly the most brand new. <laughs> I just jumped on the bandwagon Washington Husky shirt. I mean, this thing is crispy looking. It is. I jumped on the bandwagon last Monday, okay? <laughs> so this is the second time I've worn it. She's Thank been you. here a minute. She's been here a minute. So this bald eagle, this is super sad, you guys. A bald eagle flew into some power lines in West Seattle. You know I love the animals. A bald eagle flew into some power lines in West Seattle over the weekend, which resulted in the bird being electrocuted. It caused a small power outage. 145 customers in the area were affected, but the bird died immediately, according to wildlife personnel. And a local biologist said that this, it, basically it could have been avoided. Apparently these lines are not spread far enough apart so that the fleshy parts of the bird can't encounter two electrified pieces of equipment at the same time. This is where my brain goes when I hear this story. And I apologize in advance. Oh no, oh no. Has anyone ever eaten eagle? That's what I was oh my You were thinking God. that too? Okay, I was, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not just the worst person in the room. I'm one of two of the worst people in the room. I like that the plant-based person is asking yes. about eagle meat. <laughs> is there oh a Beyond Meat God. version of eagle meat? Can we get Impossible Eagle? Oh, my God. Well, I heard that, and I'm like, zap. Okay, well, now someone's dinner is made. Yeah. 
I mean, what do they do with what do they what do you do with the eagle? I know yeah. that I'm, I know that we're not supposed to eat eagle, but I mean, it's already done. Yeah. It's already kind of been. If it's electrocuted, it might is be. That, is that like a microwave kind oh of a thing, God. or is it like a a deep fry? <laughs> Does it taste like chicken? Coming soon to Ezel's fried eagle. Fried eagle, and it's very expensive because it's it's a delicacy. I can't handle that. No, I'm horrified. No, does that make us bad Americans? Yes. All right. As far as weather, it's gonna be 39 degrees, and I love that my phone app says it's gonna drizzle. Ooh. Hey, thanks to Beacon Plumbing, Heating, Electrical, Septic, and Mechanical for giving us the daily MIGS download, and that's what's up. Well, speaking of the plane that had an entire wall fall off of it, we're gonna hear from a passenger that was on that plane at 6:17. The Daily MIGS Show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Good morning, and thanks for joining the Daily MIG Show. Rockaholics, we're asking, what was the most memorable flight you have ever had? And we'd love to hear from you. 206-803-ROCK. Give us a call. We are asking because on Friday... Right, it could be good, and it could be good or bad. Oh, yeah. I, think, I think this one will fall in the bad Real category. Bad. This is the this is the nightmare category. On Friday, maybe you heard about this. An Alaska Airlines flight was forced to make an emergency landing at the Portland International Airport after a large panel of the plane blew out. Now, I didn't know any of this was going on. I was just kind of in my own little world with Tatum and just doing my thing. And then Danny sent us a group text and said, "Hey, heads up." Because you were going to be flying home this past weekend, or not flying home, flying to Arizona to bring Lily home, yep. your daughter. And you're like, hey, things have changed. I don't know when I'm going to be flying out, but I just want to give you guys a heads up because obviously Monday we do our show. And so you were impacted by it. I'm like, what is he talking about? Like, I, I, it just, you know, I know you said like something fall off of a plane. I'm like, no, there's no way. And I go online and I see like a bunch of like Instagram posts from people that were on the plane showing the footage and my jaw dropped. So it's, that, funny, it's funny you say that, too, because I had no idea. I didn't hear about it at all. And my girlfriend was the one that told me Friday night, like, as we were going to bed, she's like, did you hear about that plane where something happened? And I was like, oh, I didn't even think any. I was like, oh, whatever, you know. Right. So then we wake up the next morning to canceled flights and literally on our way to the airport and get the notification, hey, your flight's mm. been canceled. So then I actually look into it and I saw the videos and I was like, oh, 
It was a big incident. And dude, when anytime I've sat like in the emergency row or even when they talk about things, you, that thought process, you know, kind of comes in your head or you hear those stories about someone trying to open up a door on a plane. Oh, Lord. And you're thinking, that will never happen. There'll never be an instance like that. You see it in movies, you see it in TV, but I never think, oh, yeah, at some point in real life, on a plane from Portland, this is going to happen. I'm an extremely nervous flyer in general, so this, like, just even reading a story like this does not help me at all. Some te- a texter texted in just saying, hey, you know, how soon would you fly again after that door flew off? That's why I fly on Valium now, nowadays. <laughs> I mean, I would fly again right away, because my mindset is... Like it can't happen twice. It's never been safer. <laughs> you know, it's like when a restaurant gets popped for having bad food, I'm like, it's never been safer to eat here. Of course they're going to clean everything. Oh, so a passenger that was on the plane said that when the plane blew out it took some of the windows with it it caused some decompression in the cabin so does that mean all the yes. all the things popped down all the oxygen masks popped down I saw one uh, lady's Instagram post and you know I think she's from like the Seattle area and she posted and it and it's you know it's her doing like stories on her Instagram and in one of them like everybody's bag is down and they got it around their face which that would trip me out because I'm like, I never, you know, you hear that from a uh, flight attendant all the time. Like, hey, do this, do that. And I never really pay attention. No. Ah. I just know I'm supposed to put mine on before I put my kids on, right? Yeah. <laughs> Passenger Evan Smith talks about this emergency. There was a really loud bang towards the left rear of the plane and a whooshy noise and all the air masks dropped. And they said there was a kid in that row. His shirt was sucked off him and out of the plane, and his mother was holding on to him to make sure he didn't go with it. Just kind of sit there. It's not anything I have any control over, and it's just wait and see what happens. That I read that part, and that mm-hmm. freaked me the F out. Could you, that poor mom, that's going to, just thinking about that, oh. like the shirt flew off of your kid's body. That's how much the pressure was going, and then you had to hold on probably for dear life. I mean, like, I my heart is pounding right now. I hate this so much. I hate it. It's awful. And then he's like, yeah, I was kind of, you know, like, nothing I could do about it. I would love to hear, like, because I know I saw like, some of the footage, and it was eerie how quiet it was on the plane. Because I think everybody had, had the oxygen things going, and probably just like, I don't know what else we, what are we supposed to do? Just hold on for dear life. Like, you can't be screaming and crying at that point. And if you were, probably somebody would tell you to shut the F up, because you ain't going to freak out the entire plane. Yeah. Do you want to hear about a really nice flight I was on one time? Well, I mean, I would hope it'd be better than this one. <laughs> so, I, it was a flight home from Vegas, which okay. everyone knows is not a very fun time. The flight home from the flight to Vegas is great. Flight home from Vegas, no, nobody's feeling good. Oh no, it's a whole flight of regret. It is. It's terrible, and it's very, it's very quiet. It's a little smelly because everybody's, you know, got booze just, just reeking. <laughs> yes. But. I, so I get on this plane, and I'm in the very, very front row, the absolute front row, but they had to put my bag at the very end, of, the very back of the plane, my carry-on. was That was the only space for it. So I knew, as I sit down, man, I'm going to have to wait for this entire plane to deboard before I can go back there and get my bag. So I'm, I'm, I'm annoyed. Now, I know you don't have this body part, but that sounds like the ultimate kick in the D. It kind of was. Right? But then here's how I... <laughs> like, here, you're right in the front, so you're going to be able to get up the plane right away. Oh, but by Just the kidding. way, you got to wait, unless you unless you can, like, yell at someone in the back and be like, hey, grab my bag. Yes. So now I know I'm going to be the absolute last person off this plane, even though my proximity to the exit is so great. But then the redemption happened. Two service dogs. I was sitting in between two service dogs. It was the greatest flight of my life. Oh, because you could play with dogs? Because I got to pet two dogs. I got to pet two dogs for, t- for two hours. You know, one was people... a golden retriever. One was a papillon mix. 
<laughs> what I love about this is that some people are going to probably, call, probably calling or texting about like joining the Mile High Club or you know getting upgraded to first class and getting just hammered. No, not Tyron Daly. Tyron Daly's <laughs> most memorable flight is that she got to pet a couple of dogs. Two dogs for two hours, and one of uh, Golden Retriever is one of my favorite dog breeds. You know, you have a you have a part Golden Retriever. Yeah, I, I've got clearly the spawn of Satan side of it, which there's a, a Golden Doodle. <laughs> but I I was in dog heaven. It was kind of amazing. Two oh six eight oh three Rock. What was the most memorable flight you've ever had, for good reasons or bad reasons? We want to hear about it, and we're going to take your calls after the Foo Fighters. <laughs> The Daily Mix Show. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. 206-803, Rock, our question this morning. What was the most memorable flight you have had and why? And we're asking because of this plane that had to make the emergency landing after the side panel blew off and had to head back to Portland. And that part of that story that still just kind of just, it just stuck with me was the fact that thankfully nobody was sitting right in that row. But there was a lady that was sitting close, I guess, and she had a kid. And because of all the pressure, it sucked the shirt off of her kid. And she had to hold on to her kid to make sure, like, that, wow. I, well, think I'm about thankful that. nobody's hurt. And have you have you done that many times yet where you've flown with your child and they sit in your lap? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's not, I mean, that's not a good time in general. But then you take it to that level. I, I can't even imagine. Like, oh, you become man. the seatbelt. Yeah, you're going to, I mean, that, and, and that's a story I think you're going to bring up to your kid all the time when they're misbehaving. Oh, for sure. You no, know, I should have just let go. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I would, oh you wouldn't say that. I would never say that. There was, there was a time. There was a time that I was. You go to bed right now. Do you know what I did for you? I've had to live with this memory, this horrifying memory, and you're going to talk back to me? There was a time I was on a small plane. That's it. We, we're flying. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a small plane. It was just my husband and I and the pilot, and we were going to be coming back in uh, for a landing, but there was some medivac that needed to take priority for landing, so they, they had us hang back, and the guy says, the pilot says, you want to do something fun? And I was like, no, no, thank That's, you. Yeah, usually I would say yes, <laughs> but when I'm on a plane, I probably would say no. I don't want to do anything fun. And he was like, watch this. He used to be a crop duster pilot. Oh, I was just saying, I'm going to crop duster every morning. I apologize to you whenever you come into the office. He was a, formerly a, a crop duster pilot, which means that they take those, like, really narrow turns. So, basically, they take you straight. You're going straight up in the air and then turning to make, to make the next row happen. Okay. And he did that one time, and I almost threw up. And I was like, I'm out of here. Wow. Yeah. Did he, t- so, the plane, was it, like, one of those little small I ones? Know, that- like a... Smaller than a Cessna. I mean, it was like a four-seater. I've or never been like on that. one of those. I've always kind of wanted to, but then I kind of I, I I overthink it. Oh yeah. You no, know, I've been on like the small-ish planes that like those ones that like you know, but it's still they're still having a bunch of people. Like it's still a commercial flight, not like one of those like four-seaters. Like yes. that would be terrifying. So I, yeah, I was not a fan of that. I don't really like the small plane situation in general. But when someone says as they're flying you around, do you want to do something fun? My answer is always going to be no. Especially on a plane, yes. Especially uh, dude, on a plane. We got some text messages at 206-803-ROCK. A couple of them that involve golf digest, of all things. Two completely different stories. I was like, I can't believe, I don't think I've ever read a text about people reading the magazine Golf Digest, and here we have two stories. So first one said, uh, my, my wife used to work for United First Class. It was so nice. Anyway, I sat next to Bill Russell once, and also Warren Moon. A couple of oh. legends right there. Uh, I let Bill read my Golf Digest magazine that I just got in the mail. He was an avid golfer. Talked with him a little because my dad had played with him twice. And then Warren, I got an autograph and his picture on USA Today, and I still have it. 
Next text, I was sitting first class next to the lead singer of Avenged Sevenfold. Oh, nice. That's M. Shadows. Nice. M. Shadows. It's a cool guy. I was reading Golf Digest, <laughs> and it turns out that he's a big golfer. Huh. Go figure. I, I did know that. The reason why I knew that is I remember a while back at my old church, one of my buddies, Wes, he, he came up to me and goes, hey, have you ever heard of this band? I guess they're like a metal band, and they're called Avenged Sevenfold. I'm like, absolutely, yeah, yeah, super popular band. He's like, I had no idea who they were, and he was golfing in Florida, and he was golfing with this guy, turns out to be M. Shadows, and he's like, yeah, we're having a great time, we're golfing, we're having a blast, all this type of stuff. And then finally I asked him, I'm like, so what do you do for a living? Because I guess it was kind of like a high-end place sure. that they were golfing at. And, he's, and, and the guy in M. Shadows goes, oh, I play in a band. And my buddy was just like, I was expecting to say, like, I was a tech guy, because, you know, he's all tatted up. Sure. He, just, he doesn't, he's not like, he's not the usual dudes, I guess, that are going to be on, on the golf course with him during these things. Like, you're in a band, and you're able to have a career out of that? And he goes, yeah, I'm in this band called Avenged Sevenfold. He had no idea who they were, but I guess M. Shadows was awesome. He goes, next time I come to Washington, let me know. I'll hook you up with some tickets, blah, blah, blah. blah. But I was just like, that is so random. Like, you're, you are just sharing a golf cart with one of the, Biggest bands, the lead singer, and you had no idea who he was. And I bet M. Shadow's got a kick out of that. Sure. Yeah. Celebrities are just like us. They're just like us. <laughs> they like Golf Digest just as much as the rest of us. <laughs> Dustin in Florida. What's Dustin, up, Dustin, what was your memorable airplane moment? Hey, how's it going, guys? So good. All right. So uh, back in 2010, I was stationed out there in Everett when I was in the Navy, and uh, we were actually on deployment flying around. Um, to different places, and so we left uh, Guam, and we left Guam. It was about seven o'clock in the morning, and uh, once we got to, uh, whoop, you there, Dustin? Yeah, I'm sorry about that. No, okay. all good. And we ended up so going from Guam to Hawaii. We ended up crossing the international date line. So once we landed and went to Pearl Harbor, it kind of like the day started over again. So. uh I just ended up going to my room, passing out, and woke up about uh, probably about six or seven hours later to the alarms going off on Pearl Harbor. You know, it's Pearl Harbor, like alarms are going off. <laughs> that doesn't seem like a good sign. No. So, uh, it was uh, tsunami warnings because the earthquake had happened in uh, Japan. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, I'm from Florida, used to hurricanes and stuff, but they're like, oh, there's going to be a tsunami. Well, what do you do for a tsunami warning? I'm on the third floor. I guess I'll go back to sleep and uh, hope I don't feel no water hit my toes. Oh my wow. Gosh. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're at that point where you're like, I don't know what else I can do. Th- those are some sounds. Yeah, I- Dustin. Those are some sounds I'd never want to hear, like a like a tsunami warning, a uh, like a, a tornado warning, like those those alarms. I'm not interested in at all. What's the big thing that people are fearful here with the uh, volcanoes? It's it's just a, a fear yeah, of an eruption, of right? Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> What's what's the deal with it? Dude. Oh, eruption. <laughs> Lava, Steve. That's what people it's are a long scared weekend. of. Liquid hot magma. It was a long weekend. You're right. In my head, I was like, well, that will trigger something else that leads to a tsunami. No, it's just a volcano eruption. My wife is terrified of that happening. Oh, like, yeah. It, at least once a year, it comes up where she's just like, I'm just so nervous about that happening. I'm like, I ne- there's not a day goes by where I think about that. Plate tectonics? No, I mean, but sometimes you'll drive by around areas and you're like, here's like, you know, Here's where you go, the, dire- the direction you're supposed to go in case, like, there's a volcano eruption. I'm just like, that's that's cute. Cute sign. <laughs> Not realizing, yeah, they're actually, get, they, 
there's a very good chance that could happen at some point. Fingers crossed. It doesn't happen in our lifetime. I fingers crossed so I don't have to hear the I told you so. Because I always like kind of like just mock her for it. I'm like, what are you so scared about? You know? And if it ever happened, I think that would be the worst I told you so as we're driving feverishly <laughs> trying to find those signs of what direction to go. Oh, boy, Steve. Hey, anyone out there in the ether want to play Beat Migs against Steve Migs? He is currently 4-2 and two in the new year. The Daily Migs Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 